Welcome back to Time with God, a podcast put on by Trinity Lutheran Church in Bangor, Michigan. Today, on February 5th, 2020, we will start our walkthrough of Scripture, reading the Bible a couple chapters a day. Today, we're going to take a look at Genesis 1 and 2. The readings come from the Evangelical Heritage Version, the EHV. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was undeveloped and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good. He separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was evening, and there was morning, the first day. God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters, and let it separate the water from the water. God made the expanse, and he separated the water that was below the expanse from the water that was above the expanse, and it was so. God called the expanse sky. There was evening, and there was morning, the second day. God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered to one place. And let the dry land appear. And it was so. The waters under the sky gathered to their own places, and the dry land appeared. God called the dry ground land, and the gathering places of the waters he called seas. God saw that it was good. God said, let the earth produce plants, vegetation that produces seeds, and trees that bear fruit with its seed in it each according to its own kind on the earth, and it was so. The earth brought forth plants, vegetation that produces seed according to its own kind, and trees that bear fruit with its seed in it, each according to its own kind. And God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning, the third day. God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to divide the day from the night. And let them serve as markers to indicate seasons, days, and years. Let them serve as lights in the expanse of the sky to give light to the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in place in the expanse of the sky to provide light for the earth to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. God said, Let the waters swarm with living creatures, and let birds and other winged creatures fly above the earth in the open expanse of the sky. God created the large sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm, according to their own kind, and every winged bird according to its own kind. God saw that it was good. God blessed them when he said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters of the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. There was evening and there was morning, 
the fifth day. God said, let the earth produce living creatures according to their own kind, livestock, creeping things, and wild animals according to their own kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their own kind, and the livestock according to their own kind, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its own kind. God saw that it was good. God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that crawls on the earth. God created the man in his own image, and the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God said, Look, I have given you every plant that produces seed on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that bears fruit that produces seed. It will be your food. To every animal of the earth, and to every bird of the sky, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw that everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Chapter 2 The heavens and the earth were finished along with everything in them. On the seventh day God had finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, that he had been doing. God blessed the seventh day and set it apart as holy, because on it he rested from all his work of creation that he had done. This is the account about the development of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. No bushes that grow in the field were yet on the earth, and no plants of the field had yet sprung up since the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain on the earth. There was not yet a man to till the soil, but water came up from the earth and watered the entire surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made every kind of tree grow, trees that are pleasant to look at and good for food, including the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river went out from even Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became the head waters of four rivers. The name of the four first river is Pishon. It flows through the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Incense and onyx stone are found there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the same river that winds through the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tigris. This is the one which flows along the east side of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. The Lord God gave a command to the man. He said, You may freely eat from every tree in the garden, but you shall not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
For on the day that you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is suitable for him. Out of the soil the Lord God had formed every wild animal and every bird of the sky, and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called every living creature, that became its name. The man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the sky and to every wild animal. But for Adam no helper was found who was suitable, who was a suitable partner for him. The Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. As the man slept, the Lord God took a rib and closed up the flesh where it had been. The Lord God built a woman from the rib that he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, Now this is now this one is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason a man will leave his father and mother, and will remain united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. You know, one could spend all day talking about the interesting things that are found in Genesis 1 and 2, but we'll just take a few brief moments here to highlight some really important things for the Christian and some important things to remember as we continue to, to read on in Scripture. First off, at the beginning of Genesis 1, you have God creating the heavens and the earth. Scripture simply believes with the assumption that God is there. And now he's going to begin creating the heavens and the earth. Everything is dark and, and, and empty. And then God says, and it is done. God says light, and there's light. God says, let there be expanse, uh, space in between waters and, and land and so on, and, and it happened. Let there be trees, and it happened. Let there be animals, and it happened. God speaks, and things happen. Six days. Six days is all it took for God to create the world. Six days. People have often debated that. But scripture is very clear. Six 24-hour days. God creates it all. And after he has created everything, on day one he says it is good. Day two, it is good. Day three, it is good. Day six, he looks at everything. And he says, it was very good. Why was it very good? Because everything was perfect. Sin had not tainted this place, which we would know would be called the Garden of Eden later on in chapter 2. The other thing you'll, you notice in, in chapter 1 here that gets kind of expounded on in chapter 2 is that 
way he creates man, the way he creates human is different. With everything else, he simply said, let it be. And it was. With humans, he says, and he takes some special time. He says, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So God created man in his own image, holy and perfect. As we go on into chapter 2, we see that he gives humans, the first humans, Adam and Eve, a very special command. Not to eat from the trees. All these trees look really good for eating, but do not eat from the trees that are in the middle of the garden. And it names them, and this is going to become important in chapter 3, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, many questions have been asked, why? Why make those trees? Why put those trees in the garden? God didn't make humans to be simply robots. This was Adam and Eve's opportunity to worship their God by obeying the one command that he had given to them. Do not eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. If you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, what does it say in verse 17? You will certainly die. And there's the consequence. They know what's going to happen. If you do this, this will happen. As we get to the end of chapter 2, you know, I I think it's important to spend a, a few minutes here and talk about what God does highlights that there's no suitable helper for Adam. God already has a plan for that. But he wants Adam to realize this. And so he sends every animal in front of him for Adam to name. And Adam gladly does that. The male and female deer come along and he names them deer. The male and female elephant come along and he names them elephant. The male and female Robin come along, and he names them Robin. The male and female monkeys come along, and he names them a monkey. But he quickly realizes that after all of this, there's no suitable helper for him. This is exactly what God wanted him to realize. So then God puts him into a deep sleep. And pulls a rib from him. And he forms woman. He forms Eve. And Adam, as he awakens, he is so excited about this that he actually kind of goes into what you might consider a poem or a song. Now this one is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken out of man. And you see the first marriage happening. 
You know what, what? What's interesting to see too in chapter two is that it goes a little bit more into detail about how God formed Adam and how He formed Eve. When you consider what was said about all the other parts of creation, He then comes back and says, "I formed." Man, out of the dust of the ground. And I even took special care to breathe into him the breath of life. He did that for no other part of creation. But he did that for Adam. Breathed into him the breath of life. And he forms Eve from the rib of Adam. Takes special care. Why? Because we know from the whole of Scripture that humans are the crown jewel of of God's creation. And so with chapter 1 and 2, we see that familiar account of creation. Things are good. Things are, in God's word, very good. They are perfect. They are holy. If only the world could have remained that way. You know, I, I think it, it's kind of interesting if, if we just spend a, a moment and imagine what it would be like to be in a perfect world with no sin, no grief, no sorrow, no pain, no stress, because that's what it was like in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve were perfect. And also, as a foreshadowing, that's what it will be like when we, by the grace of God, enter in to the gates of heaven because of what Christ has done for us. Join us again tomorrow as we look at Genesis chapter 3, the fall into sin. Time with God is a podcast from Trinity Lutheran Church in Bangor, Michigan. Trinity Lutheran Church is located at 115 East Monroe Street or on M43 on the east side of Bangor. You can visit our website at www.trinitybangor.org. And as always, we pray that God would richly bless your day as we continue to grow in his word.